welcome to today's episode. We're so glad that you guys could listen in. We've got a couple of great topics to discuss today. Um, well, I say great. I know mine's great. I don't know about yours, Kate. Mine is, um, we'll just go with interesting. Interesting. Okay. So great and interesting. So we're so glad that you joined us. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed our little teaser. Kate and I are working up something special for the month of October. Yes. Um, because a little insight into us, we both love spooky season. Um, I think that's our theater background. Yes, absolutely. It's the one time of year that we could, you know, do costumes and talk about creepy, ghosty, spooky things and not get too weird of looks. Well, we got to pick our own costume. We had control over the costume and that was just, whoo, that was a good life. That's very true. So, yeah. So we've got something special planned for the month of October, and we're going to work really hard to get put together, and we know you guys are going to love it. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. So excited. Um, but we don't want to give too much away, because, you know, surprises and whatnot. Um, so I guess we should probably get into our topics for tonight. Okay, first, Today, let's start with our morning. safe word this time. Oh, safe word. What's our safe word? Okay, mangoes, because I had the worst... <laughs> mango shake on my lunch break today what it was expensive it was tiny it was not great oh oh, that's disappointing yeah but we're gonna go with mangoes because i love mangoes same like anything mango mango sherbet mango i love mango mango shakes but i mean that was in the philippines philippine mango shakes oh i'm gonna go back in a heartbeat just for that same okay so okay so mangoes mangoes now, what's your tease for the day? Well, so my topic is going to be music to all of our vegan and vegetarian friends' ears. It's so specific. It is a very specific topic. Okay. Well, I am, well, somewhat related because I'm assuming you're talking something Plants, veggies, whatever. Well, it's definitely not going to be about cows. Right, not about cows. Um, I'm actually talking about death by coffee, question mark? Mmm. I yeah. don't know how I feel about that, because I love my coffee. I do, too. And I, and coffee is, like, everybody's favorite. Um, You're not going to ruin coffee for me, are you? I don't think so. I think it's kind of a... There's a plot twist. Okay. So it's kind of fun. Okay. Kind of interesting. Mm. A little bit of uh, the universe saying, ha Surprise! So I, but let's start with your vegan-friendly topic. You want to talk about my vegan-friendly topic? Okay, so apparently this whole episode is going to be vegan-friendly. Vegan-friendly, <laughs> my friends. Our safe word is vegan. Well, I mean, <gasps> it's mango. mango. Oh, Yeah. My topic has nothing to do with me. Yours doesn't either. So <laughs> we're going to rile everybody up and just label this the vegan episode. Yes. <laughs> but you have to listen to find out. Okay. So this, I'm not even sure how to like dive into this topic. Um, of course, you know, we, we get our inspiration from all over, like things that we come across in, you know, the news, on TV um tiktok tiktok's my big one (laughs) um because it exposes me to a lot of really random things it does 
and I came across one, gosh, I guess that's been a couple of weeks ago, and it reminded me of something I heard about on NPR a couple of years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a throwback. Like, had flashbacks. It was great. And it piqued my interest then. So, um, I guess one of the one of the more popular places that you're gonna like find this. Okay, let let's just set the stage. Okay. Okay. I'll paint a picture for you. Let's just say, and and I'm just gonna I'm gonna apologize now if I butcher any of the words. Oh, it's gonna be good. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Please don't come at me. Um. Okay. Let's just say that you find yourself. Uh, you've taken a trip. The travel ban's lifted, and you find yourself in Turin, Italy. Always wanted to go to Italy. Love some pasta. Same girl. Same. One of the places that you might want to go check out is the Eco Commune of Damenhur. Okay. And again, I may be mispronouncing that, maybe butchering it, but this place, and it, honestly, this place could be like a whole episode itself. <laughs> In fact, I'm, I'm probably going to put this on my list of places to talk about. All right. But anyways. It's an eco-commune. They're self-sustaining. Like, it's what some people would consider, like, a hippie commune. Okay. Okay, it's very spiritual. It's about connecting to the earth, uh, connecting to nature. And one of the things that you can do there, like, because you can go visit. Like, they're, they're oh. not, like, they're not, like, shut off to the world. Right. In fact, it's... It's almost kind of like this creepy thing where, like, hey, come visit us and you can choose to stay. Yeah. Anyways, like I said, it's a whole episode. Okay. So, but you can go visit and you can check out some of the things that they have there. And one of the things that they do there is a singing plant concert. I want to call mangoes, but it doesn't feel appropriate. <laughs> um, What? Yes, it's a singing plant concert. I this... have questions. <laughs> I did too at first, because the first time I heard this, if it hadn't have been on NPR, I would have thought it was totally a bogus story. But it's not. There's actually a lot of science behind this. Okay. Um, so if you are if you are a botanist or biologist or anywhere in the field of science please don't come at me because i'm probably going to butcher this and make it super simple because i'm super simple okay so last week we had physicists coming after us this week this week we have cow farmers and botanists, botanists coming after us like where does yes, it end tiffany no i'm sorry so if you really just boil it down it comes down to translating some of the biological processes of plants into a synthesizer music. So are they talking like like photosynthesis? I'm not I think it's like photosynthesis, but it's more like the electrical currents that are created in the plant from these processes. Okay. I mean and, and I kinda get it because it's how like the plant like basically communicates within itself. Like that makes sense. In a way, and again, I'm. This is super simplified because I'm not a scientist. 
I'm not a biologist. I'm not a botanist. I'm sorry. All I can think is the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. Yes. Obviously not a scientist here. Clearly that's all that we have learned. But anyways, so yeah, so they take these electrical waves and then they translate that into notes or sounds. Almost like one would use a finger to press a key on a piano. Okay. And so it by picking up these electrical waves, it's the plant's way of getting to play music. Okay, that's cool. It's fascinating. Like, and again, I thought this was bogus, but it's a legit thing. And it's fascinating. So the way that you do this, um, and they actually have devices that you can purchase, you take electrodes, and the most common way to do it is you put one electrode on the, like, near the root, and then the other one on the leaf of the plant. That makes a lot of sense. And I've also seen, so, like, they've got, like, your typical, like, electrodes where it's, like, a little sensor, and then they've got, like, a sticky pad around it. Right. To attach it. But then for, like, really tiny plants, like, let's say you want a, the succulent on your desk. Something a lot smaller that maybe the electrode won't fit on. There's also little, like, clips that you can get to attach to the plant. So we're going to have these for Christmas, right? We might have to, <laughs> because this is really cool. And I know you like to hike, and I, I do. need to get into hiking so we can do it together. But they they like to equate this to going for a hike in nature, and, like, how you feel just connected and recharged and refreshed they want to take the music from the plants and kind of recreate that without going on a hike let's say okay but how cool would it be to just have that going while you're on a hike like sitting on an overlook oh man well and funny you say that because where i first saw it well i first saw it where i saw it a couple weeks ago was on TikTok, and mm -hmm. it was a guy who was out in, um, I think it was the giant redwood forest, and he connected to a redwood tree. Oh, and it was the most. I'll play it. I'll, I'll play it here in a minute. Oh gosh, because you guys have to hear this because it's it's incredible because it is exactly what in my mind I imagine this music would sound like. Oh, I'm and excited. it's so cool. So yeah, so you take these electrodes, you attach it to the leaf, and then you attach it close to the root, and it picks up these electrical signals, and you run it through a um, a synthesizer. So it takes these these different pitches, low and high notes, um, and this is getting a little bit into the science of it, but one way to do it is you divide the voltage range emitted by a plant and assign a pitch to certain voltages. Okay. Did I lose you? Mangoes, because I don't like math. <laughs> the same. <laughs> so, once the plant emits a specific voltage, okay, you get a note. And apparently this voltage, because, you know, you think electricity, voltage, like, you think, oh my gosh, that's I'm dangerous. I'm thinking, like, Jurassic Park. Right. Fence. No. Okay, so, like, the worst, okay, the worst, the most 
that you would get would be equivalent to a 9-volt battery. I've not flipped a 9-volt battery, neither, so I don't understand. Neither have I. But I kind of understand. In other words, it's not like an electric fence. That makes sense. And, um, but yeah, it, it's, it's really fascinating because they take this, these electrical waves and then there's a whole bunch of these waves. Like if you look at it, like on a computer, it's yeah. a bunch of squiggles. Okay. It's like if, if we let a toddler squiggle on a piece of paper. Tracking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can relate to that. Right. So, yeah, so then all of these notes come together, and it makes this sound. And different plants, of course, emit different electrical waves, and so you get different sounds from different plants. Oh, okay. So one of the questions that brought up was, can these electrodes just read anything? Or, so like, think like a real plant versus a fake plant. See, I, okay. And that makes sense, though, because there's no processes happening in a fake plant. Huh. So, and it's true, like, I actually watched a demo of it earlier where the guy had a fake plant and a real plant side by side. And he attached one to the fake plant, and then he attached one to the real plant. The fake one made absolutely no noise. That is fascinating. So, it has to do with the electrical processes. Oh, I love it. <laughs> um, so, you want to guess how, because you can actually buy these devices that, um, that you can make music with plants. Okay. Like, it's available for the public to buy. You want to take a guess how much one costs? Okay. And this is on the cheaper end. On the cheaper end? On the cheaper end. Um, I'm thinking, because see, like, we we had been shopping for microphones, so, like, I've got that kind of price range in my right. head. I'm going to say on the cheap end, like, 200 bucks. Who are you going really cheap? 500 bucks? Okay, a little too high. 300. Right around 300. Okay. They put it out as 299, which, it, whatever, it's $300. And you can actually... Make your own plant music for $300. We could totally go have these for Christmas. Right? I kind of want to do it now. <laughs> so, and there's there's a couple of different companies out there. The one that I first heard of was Plant Wave. And they came out of a zero-waste record label called Data Garden. I think it's Data Garden. I don't know. Data, data, tomato, tomato. You're, now you're going <laughs> to, Tiffany, you're going to get so many people coming after us. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Everything is fine. So this zero waste record label was started by Joe Patitucci, Patitucci, Patitucci. Sorry, Joe. Uh, Joe and Alex Tyson in 2011. And um, it's the same thing. It's It's a little device. Uh, it it doesn't look like it's any bigger than say like a cell phone, mm-hmm. a smartphone. Okay, so it's like portable. It's portable. Um, in fact, there's there's one company I found. They actually do it's through Bluetooth somehow. 
Nice. Like you attach the electrodes and then it, it connects via Bluetooth to your phone and it plays through an app on your phone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> There's an app for that. I'm thinking, of course it's Bluetooth. Of course it is. <laughs> but Plant Wave does exactly the same thing. You attach it to the leaves. Um, it graphs these electrical waves, and which is then translated into a pitch or tone. And then it all gets put together into music. Nice. Into a song. I like it. Um, and some some places are already using this technology. I guess if you want to call it technology. Oh, for sure. They are using this technology in like yoga studios. Oh, and I would never have thought. Well, but once I play the sound, I think you will totally get it because I did. I was like, oh, that is perfect yoga studio music. Well, because I'm thinking, like, the music I'm imagining from what you were describing about going on a hike earlier, like, mm-hmm. it would be very, um, it would be very, uh, I can't think of the word. There would just be this ambience about it. Ambiance. Ambiance. However you want to pronounce that. Yes. Okay, so I'm pretty, I want to hear some of this plant music. Okay, so let's play some of this plant music. I gotta pull up the tickety I, I gotta pull up the tickety talks for you. Take it to talk, take it to talk. Okay. So the first one I'm going to play for you is the redwood tree. Oh, yes. Okay. I'm excited. Um, this one, and I mean, he is standing inside of this giant redwood tree, just to kind of Ooh. let you visualize those of you listening. He's literally standing inside this tree. Like there's a big like hole in the bottom of the tree. Okay. And he attaches it to one of the saplings. Um, growing out of the tree. Ooh, okay. so baby tree. Because, because obviously, I mean, it, redwoods are huge. Right. There's no way he could reach a leaf. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, because you up. said one at the root and one on... Oh. Yes. Okay, so. Okay. Here is the redwood tree. And of course, he'll, he'll probably do some talking here for you. Hey, friends. So many of you have been asking what would a redwood tree are going to be played by this plant. Let's see what melodies it creates when we connect the plant wave. Oh, isn't that gorgeous? Oh, my heart. Okay, I can totally see why they would use that in yoga, first of all. Right. And secondly, that, wow. Right? That's gorgeous. I mean, and it's exactly what I imagined um, 
standing inside of like a big giant redwood forest yes. would sound like like if I could put a soundtrack to it that's what it would be absolutely man that was gorgeous so I want to change it up we're going to listen to a different plant okay and really this one is more it's not even really a plant it's a fungi he's okay. a fungi <laughs> Oh, we got to stop recording so late at night. <laughs> I know, but it's so much fun. All right, so let's hear this fungi. Okay. So this is the fungi. This is a mushroom um, that this guy found. Uh, so there was like a tree that had fallen, and it's like this yellow, wavy mushroom. Okay. Okay. This is what it sounds like. Okay. I'm ready? ready? I'm ready. Okay, so right at the beginning, it like I got this image of little like I know <laughs> I know where you're going with this like my mind went there too. fairies. Yes. Not like true evil fairies or whatever, but like the little cartoon right. fairies everybody pictures, like dancing around on this fallen tree. Well, and it's funny because that's exactly what I pictured. But if you so take that sound of the mushroom and compare it to the redwood tree. Oh, definitely different. Totally different. That is so fascinating, though, that, it, like, I, my brain is just trying to process all of this right now. I know. But it's all gorgeous. Okay, so this one, I'm going to play one more for you. I'm ready. I'm so ready. Okay, so this is actually taken off of the same fallen tree. That okay. had the mushrooms on it, but this time he takes and he t he attaches the the little clamps, mm -hmm. um, because really tiny, to the moss that is growing on the tree. Oh, and so this is what the moss sounds like. Okay, I have. Okay, side note, sidebar, yes. slight observation. Mm -hmm. I've noticed at, I can't remember if the redwood tree did this one, did this too, but right at the beginning, it's almost like more flitty and there's mm -hmm. more like trills and stuff going on. And then it just like settles in. And it makes me think if clipping it on, like makes it, the plant kind of react. Like, ugh. Well, because, okay, hear me out. I have a transplant baby. Right. You know. 
it makes me think of like when you first get your transplant, your body's mm. going, oh no, foreign object. But then right. the medication makes it calm down and it's like, okay, we're good. Okay, we're good. We're chill. So it makes me, it makes me wonder if the plant is reacting to this thing being clipped or taped onto it. That's very possible. There are people out there who really think that plants are like living beings. Like they, I mean, obviously they're not like talking and moving and, but that they have they're obviously a life form they have all the same you know biological functions and um so i mean that's a good possibility it's a good theory i just because i'm obviously not a scientist botanist anything like that but it's something that i noticed with the videos and i thought hmm that's interesting right i would like to listen to a longer recording just to see like okay is this just when they turn it on or does it come and go throughout the recording? Well, and I would imagine that, like, as the processes and stuff maybe, like, pick up um, during certain phases, that it would, you know, maybe flip back in. There's right. some, there is some videos out there, I think, on YouTube of some longer songs yeah. that you can listen to. Um, so, maybe we'll have to do that later. Oh, that is fascinating. Yes, for I will sure. fall asleep to that. But... Okay, so speaking of it being songs, this opens a whole nother theory, or not theory, but question of can plants break copyright laws? Okay, that is not where I thought this podcast was going. Where did you think I was going? I did not expect copyright laws to come into it was whenever I was doing the research, I didn't expect that either, but it was it was a provoking thought that that got brought up is could a plant possibly break copyright law? I guess it depends on their upbringing and what their parent tree let them listen to. <laughs> I don't know. Like, well, think it, about it. All those experiments to d- do plants grow better to ACDC or Mozart. Like maybe we're. Maybe. Putting those plants in a very awkward situation. It's very possible. I don't know. And, and I really, I didn't find an answer or anything, but it was just one of those, interesting. like, I was like, oh, I didn't think of that. Because, I mean, anytime that, like, a musician is creating music, song, art, like, writing, you, you have to make sure that you're not plagiarizing somebody else's work. And I just wonder, is it the same for plants? That is fascinating. Yeah. I'd have to look into that. I know. I I need to do some more research and see if I can't find an answer to that question. Yeah. Because now, that's all I can think. Crap, that's all I'm going to be able to think about. I know, I'm sorry. But then we'll listen to some music later of the plants singing and to us. And then we just won't care. And then we just won't so care. Pretty. And we'll fall asleep. Okay. Okay, so that's really, that's where I'm landing. This is music to our vegan and vegetarian friends ears. And honestly, I enjoy it too. It was nice. It, it it was really cool. It's a cool topic. Heard about it years ago on NPR. Thought it was bogus. No, no, it's legit. I like it. All right. So let's carry on to your topic. Okay. Well, like I said, mine is somewhat related, but it also involves a little bit of true crime, Ooh. a little bit of murder, Oh, a little bit of attempted murder, uh, mango. <laughs> yeah, mine's a little more complicated. So, 
I'm talking about one of our favorite beverages, of course, as I mentioned mm. earlier, coffee. Love my coffee. A little yeah. bit of a coffee snob myself. Yeah. So you get coffee snobs, coffee addicts. Yep. Everybody loves their coffee. Well, not everybody, but most people. Um, but just some really quick fun facts. It's so popular that coffee is the second largest traded commodity. Yeah, I can believe that. In the world. I totally believe that. Only only to be outdone by crude oil. Again, makes not sense. the bread. Yeah. So um the world literally runs on coffee. Right. <laughs> Who run the world? Uh coffee. Girls with their coffee. Um <laughs> So some other quick facts on coffee. I don't know if you know this, but it was discovered by a goat herder. I did know this. In the fifteen hundreds. Yep. So basically he was out with his goats one day and he was like, Man, my goats are getting jacked up on these beans. And so he goes back to the village, he's like, Hey y'all, check this out. Look at my jacked up goats. They've got all this energy. <laughs> and now we have coffee. <laughs> to make a long story short. Say, and then we fast forward several thousand years and boom. Yes. Did you know that there are there were at different times there were actually laws like some weird laws saying that, um, for example, if a man did not provide his wife enough coffee, she could divorce him. Where was the fat? It was in uh, Turkish. Um, oh gosh, I don't remember the time frame on that, but I remember seeing it. Yeah, there's there's some some weird laws in other countries. Hey, if you don't provide I mean, your wife with coffee every morning, she can leave you. Happy wife, happy life, caffeinated wife. <laughs> Um, coffee, technically a fruit. Yeah. I because the beans grow on bushes. Yep. And it's the center of a berry. Yeah. So if somebody asks you if you've had your fruit for the day, yes, yes, you have. Great. You have you fruit salad every morning. Yes, fruit salad. <laughs> I love it. Um, but coffee's not always been so popular. Um, actually in Mecca, shortly after it was discovered. It was banned because it was believed to stimulate radical thinking and idleness. <laughs> I I don't know how we went from jacked up goats to idleness, but that's where we went. Okay, no, hear me out, because some of us are wired differently. Okay, you're right. I can drink a cup of coffee and still fall asleep. Fall asleep. It like mellows me out. It's not you're right. That it up but it kind of like mellows okay okay that's that's fair um but so just just kind of some fun facts about coffee um what countries do you associate coffee with the most um i feel like this is not a fair question uh, that's <laughs> just guatemala uh colombia um uh, Philippines. My dog's checking out our recording equipment. Sorry for any. Kenya. Yeah. So what about? I'm just gonna throw one out there. What country is well known for their chocolate? I don't know. Dutch. Well, so Sweden. Sweden. So Sweden's known, you know, for their chocolate, but um. Coffee is a big deal over there, too. Um, they're actually the sixth highest caffeinated country per capita per year. 
So they're up there in their coffee consumption. Um, I wish you guys could see this. Our dog is like up in Tiff's face right now, just needing some attention. So oh. I'm having a hard time struggling with I'm struggling with answering your question. Oh, the puppy's distracting you? That's the excuse? Yeah. Okay. Maybe she's had too much coffee today. Maybe. So, Swedes love their coffee. Very, very caffeinated people, but again, was not always that way. So, um, coffee didn't actually make its way to Sweden until about 1674, but it really didn't take off until the 18th century, and shocker, because of the wealthy. Like, it was very popular among the wealthy. Of course. Um, but, in 1746, there was a royal ban on coffee and tea for the misuse and excess of tea and coffee drinking. Rude. So they okay, just... So who was jealous of you? Right. So they're just like, oh, all our people are getting jacked up and that's just not cool. Mm. So they started out, they put a tax on the consumption. If you drink coffee or tea, there was a tax. Of course. But even though there's this ban in place, or sorry, let me back up. It eventually went on to, like, okay, the tax isn't working. You just can't have it, period. <laughs> so, people were like, we don't care if you tax our coffee. We go and drink it anyway. Yes, people did not care. They are like, give me my caffeine. Yeah. Okay, so, but it's like in the Prohibition area, or era in America, mm -hmm. people found ways to get their coffee fixed. Of course. So they kept going, right? So, and around this time, there was um, kind of some popular beliefs about Oh, coffee is evil. Like what? it has this effect on you, and it it causes you to act irrationally and um, erratic. And so there there was like a slight belief that coffee might be evil. Yeah, I, know. I think people were just us with anything out of the norm was. Oh yeah. So that's just a like very brief background on the coffee right. in Sweden. Right. Okay, and now enters our main player. King Gustav the Third. You say that one more time. King Gustav the Third. <laughs> so this guy, this guy comes in. He's crowned in 1771, and he was convinced coffee is bad for you. It has a negative effect on your health, and it is bad, and you shouldn't drink it. I don't like this guy. Yeah. So he's like, mm, not my friend. Nah. But he also thought he had the perfect solution. Of course he did. He was going to prove once and for all that coffee was bad and it will shorten your life. And he was going to do it using science. So this is another science episode. Dun dun dun. <laughs> so this dude finds I, I, the details are very sketchy. I read several sources. I basically got the same information. Not a ton of details. Um, but there was a prison somewhere yeah. in Sweden. Don't know how this went down. Don't know what it looked like. Um, it, was there. it was there. And there was a set of identical twins no. who had been convicted of some unknown crime. But whatever it was, they were sentenced to death. So, I, I, you know, we joke about, like, I'd hide right. a body for you. But I feel like they took it to the extreme. 
That sounds like it. If they're on, these twins are on death row. I right. don't know what went down. I don't know what they got into, but there they are. So they're on death row. Okay. And the king came to them and he's like, here's the deal. I will commute your death sentence to life imprisonment under the condition that you participate in my experiment. To prove that coffee is evil. <laughs> Done. Which, Sign me up. Okay. I'm sorry. Still a death sentence. You're still going to die. But I guess it's. I, I don't know. I guess you get desperate in that moment of like I am about to die. Oh, I'm sure. At least I can get a few more years. Right. So, um. The twins agreed. Again, not sure how consensual it truly was, but. They agreed. Whatever. So this is how this goes down. Now, I don't okay. know these twins. There's no information on who they are, at least not that I could find. There was no name. Right. So I got on my handy dandy Google and I typed in common male Swedish names <laughs> and I picked two. Okay. So we're going to name our twins here. So twin number one, we're going to call him Eric. Eric. With a K. Ooh. Um, so he had to drink three pots of coffee every day okay. for the rest of his life. Okay. Which, like, imagine those jitters. Holy cow. Especially if you've been in prison, probably on bread and water, and all of a sudden you, you jump from that to three pots of coffee a day. I don't know. I might still pass out. Ooh. So that was his deal. Okay. okay. You have to drink the coffee. So then twin number two, we're going to call him Lars. 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 He had to drink the equivalent amount of tea every day until he died. Okay. I'm just saying, if it came down to it, you know I'm Eric, right? I know. I know. I, get the I know you would fight me for that. I would that's fight fine. you for the coffee. So, that's the experiment. You're going to drink coffee till you die. You are going to drink tea until you die. This is where the death by coffee comes in. Because oh, that was the whole point. He was like, I'm going to prove once and for all to all my Swedes that this is bad for you and it's going to kill you. Right? Seriously. Seems excessive, but I'm not the king. I'm not Gustav. I don't know. So, in good scientific method, he assigns two physicians, one for each twin. They're supposed to watch, observe, take notes report back. Right. Right? So the experiment is off. And this is where the universe said, ha ha, not today. Oh no. <laughs> not today. Oh no. In the process of the experiment, yeah, both physicians died. What? Of natural causes. Not, 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 not Eric the, and, and Lars. Lars. The physicians who were watching them died from natural causes. Yeah. What are the chances? That kind of put the kink in the whole experiment, and the universe was like, <laughs> take that. But wait, there's murder. So, this experiment's murder? still going on, right? There's like, this was the deal. You have to drink the coffee and the tea every day, regardless mm -hmm. of whether or not. Now, I didn't get any information. I'm sure they replaced the physician, but. Okay, so then the universe was like, no, nah, I'm bored again. Let's throw another twist in there. Oh, no. Fast forward to 1792. Okay. When King Gustav III 
was assassinated. Murder. Murder. Judas. So he didn't even get to see his experiment completed. So, I mean, if if Gustav is dead, then the experiment just stopped? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know how this went down. I don't know if the government was like, well, because the government was against coffee, too. Oh, well, well, then I guess they probably continued the experiment. Right, because there's this royal ban that's been going on. Right. So I'm assuming somebody picked that up and was like, yeah, let's keep, let's keep on with this. Because right. clearly the universe wants us to do this after it killed both physicians and our king. So, man. yeah, it just, and and then just to put the cherry on top, the universe had one final twist of fate. Oh, no. Because the universe has a sense of humor. Yeah, it does. And the universe is petty as heck. So, so Lars, yeah. our tea drinker, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, he died first. <laughs> so they set out to prove that coffee was going to kill you. Nope, it was the tea. But the last man standing was the coffee drinker. I'm telling you, it just it preserves you from the inside out. Yeah, so he dies at the ripe old age of 83, it's reported. And it's unclear when Eric the coffee drinker, obviously he passed away eventually. Or there's a whole other side to this story that I'm going to be telling next week. Right. Um, But eventually he died. It's not clear when. I don't know if the experiment finally stopped, but he was the last man standing because the universe is petty. Mm. But I did a little digging. I got into my statistics and uh, I did some research because I was like, well, okay, 83. What really was the life expectancy? It was pretty short, wasn't it? Yes, it was. So, um, I'm thinking like if you were in your 50s, man, you were doing good. Pretty much, yeah. Nailed so, it. I, the life expectancy in the year 1765, so right, you know, yeah. right around the time this is all going down. Or a little bit earlier than that. Um, life expectancy was 36. What? 36. So I'm like, okay, zoom out. Zoom out. Let's look at the world. Because maybe Sweden was just having a real rough year or something. No, the uh, the world life expectancy was about 43. Oh, jeez. 43, so literally half oh. of what the tea drinker lived. I'd, I'd be an old lady. First of all, I feel like I'd be a little pissed off that I had to live, like, double the life in prison. Right. But then I'd be fine because I had coffee and tea. Yeah, you're right. And, like, no other responsibilities. <laughs> Let me sit around and coffee all day. That sounds like paradise. Yeah, so, yeah, so, so much for that experiment. But, uh... But yeah, so obviously, um, this kind of put a damper on things for the the whole experience. Um, but the government still tried to ban coffee starting in 1794, and it continued on until about the 1820s. I didn't get an exact year, but mm-hmm. 1820s. Um, they finally were just like, "Whatever, you do you. Whatever, we're done. Obviously, we can't win this battle." You want to be evil, be evil. Yeah. So coffee skyrocketed to become like the dominant beverage of choice in Sweden. They are still at the top of the list for coffee consumption. 
And, uh, yeah, we have our coffee. So, I also, just in reading, like, there apparently have been multiple bans throughout history on coffee. Excuse me. And we're talking, like, the Catholic clergy went to the Pope at one point. They were like, gotta ban that. Not cool. Like, the Pope was, like, pulling out his French press. I don't really know what happened, (laughs) but, like, they went to the Pope. They went to the Pope. Uh, There was a sultan in Constantinople tried to ban coffee. Um, I mentioned earlier Mecca. Early on, they were like, no, no coffee for us. Yeah, none of these none of these people are my friends. I know. So could luckily not, could not coffee coffee persevered the test of time and it is still with us today. Thank goodness. I don't know what it is. So that's my story. I'm I'm gonna start that's drinking it. three pots of coffee a day so I can live to the ripe old age of eighty three. I don't know what was in that coffee, but although I mean, but I guess if you put it into perspective, if the life expectancy was thirty six, this is thirty. Life expectancy now is in like seventies, seventies, I think seventies, yeah. So then that would put us like, like up way over a hundred. Oh yeah. I don't know. Like do I really want to live that long? It depends, maybe. Like curiosity. Like I because I'm fascinated with how things like evolve and how like civilization evolves. Even in like shorter spans, like a hundred I agree, it is very fascinating, but I do have to say after twenty twenty and so far, 2021, Remember, like, 2020 was Jesus Take the Wheel has a whole new meaning for me right now. That's all I'm saying. Like, if somebody gave me the choice of proceeding 2020 and 2021 being the great year, I would take 2021. I'm just saying, 2022, shape up. So Get start, it together. Start eating your Wheaties now. Ooh. Not this year, heifer. Not this year. (laughs) So, anything else to add to my coffee story? I don't know where it... I made a lot of not friends. True, true. Most of them are are deceased by now, so I think you're fine. Good. Because I need my coffee. And then Um, there was murder. 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 I think we should probably call it a call it a day on the episode. Maybe go listen to some plant music. Swirling a lot. We need to wind down. I definitely think we need to get some plant. Yeah. Well, we are gonna hop off here and go listen to some plant music. Um, be looking for um some posts coming up in the future. Some little teasers about October and what's coming up. I think you guys are gonna really like it. And in the meantime, don't forget to check out our merch store and grab a t-shirt. A hoodie. Hoodie season is, like, knocking at the door. You're going to want your hoodie for our special spooky surprise October. Right. So, stock up now. And my personal preference is the light. For sure. It's so comfortable. Yeah, definitely prefer the light. 
Uh, the baseball tees are pretty bomb too. That's true. You're right. And it's a longer sleeve. So that's a good like transition. So yeah, go check out the merch store. Grab a hoodie. Grab a baseball tee. Grab a hat. Get ready for season because you're going to breathe some going to be great. All right. Well, y'all have a good night, day, whenever you're listening to this and have a wonderful rest of your week and we'll be back soon. Bye. Bye.